Real shit, fuck a nine to five. Real shit, fuck a nine to five. Pussy bitch, motherfucker. Real shit, fuck a nine to five. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nye. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back with you back for a brand new Roach Coach 2023, baby. Two, 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 three. <laughs> wow strong start Matt. Two, two, strong start. question mark uh-uh and bye-bye two two hello two three that's I, right i had uh i'm just gonna interrupt your flow there lauren yeah, because man. you can tell by these dulcet tones that i've either become wolfman jack or <laughs> am sick as fuck Matt, let's just give everybody. The, everyone loves a peek behind the curtain. They yep. love it. They want to know. They want to know the nuts and bolts of this show. Yeah, we were supposed to record this episode week last ago. week. Yes, we were supposed to record this a week ago. We we're gonna have this thing ready to go. Everything was good to go. Then your daughter decided she was not gonna take a shit. So, <laughs> okay. So wow. here's here's how my holidays went. Mm-hmm. Christmas Eve, a very special. Christmas Eve, we get home from her, um, my in-laws, Rosemary is tired, but her tummy hurts, and of course it does, because she's had nothing but chocolate milk and treats all evening, classic sour tummy from too many sweets. She goes to bed, crawls in our bed, 11.50, the full contents of her stomach leave her body, we are covered in vomit. (laughs) Oh my God. And then every hour on the hour for the next 13 hours, my daughter throws up. We go to the hospital. They say, your daughter has a stomach bug, and we've taken an x-ray. She's loaded to the gills, so there's nowhere for any of this to go except out her mouth. So I'm like, this is bad. So then Monday, everybody's still doing great. Everybody's still doing great. You know, like, you know, Christmas Day in the emergency room. That's what you want. So then uh, Monday, I we have the plan, which is Miralax, X-Lax, Prune Juice, Gatorade. Let's get this going. Let's get it moving. She's able to hold things down because Sunday night, after they gave us uh, Zyphram, which I think is like a, I said it wrong, but you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like to calm the stomach down. She's able to eat a little bit because nobody's eaten anything. Everything's great. 11.30, everything must go sale. I'm like, okay, a couple more times that night. Monday, she's able to keep things down, and we're getting the, the flu- everything rolling, but then she's not going. Tuesday, we're on, like, cot watch. We're, like, on 24-7 high alert. We've got to get the alien out of the vessel, like <laughs> out out of the host. The alien's got to get out of the host. She does it at like ten. Catherine and I look at each other. We're like, I don't feel good. We both, within ten minutes of each other, go down like a seven forty-seven. My, I am liquid all three holes. So it is, everything is leaving me. Everything's leaving her. She's thinking that she's going to, like, post camp in the bathroom. I'm like, 
I have just shit myself, so I need to use the bathroom, please. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like we bas- we have Montezuma's revenge going on. We've got we we've got the aggro crag coming out of us. Things are bad. Things are horrible. For the next twenty-four hours, her and I are useless. Our daughter is now losing three quarters of her weight every time she uses the bathroom. <laughs> I am flat on my back. I can't do anything. Catherine somehow is able to at least get an iPad running so she can sleep with Rosemary watching Paw Patrol next to her. Thursday, I can stand up at least. Catherine can kind of focus up a little bit. We're still sick. Friday, I get a little bit more back to normal. Okay, Saturday, normal day. Sunday morning, wake up with this head cold. And that's pretty much where we are right now on Monday. But Rosemary is back to normal. Catherine is pretty much back to normal. And I just have a head cold. But for that, for the week off, this is my week off. This is my holiday break. I basically spent it in full traction. <laughs> wow, Matt. Wow. This is, I will say, for our listeners who are like, that's a lot of new information. There's also a lot of new information for me. Matt sent me a text saying things are bad over here. You you undersold that text. Yeah. No, like, <laughs> yeah. And, and, like, we're still using, like, ew, ew, too much of everything in terms of bodily functions mm-hmm. here last week from every member of the family. And my wife and I have a very firm three-rule marriage. Number one is uh, nobody else. We're, we're not, uh, not going to be right. swapping. Sure. Because it leads to number two. If you don't, if you're not in love with me anymore, you gotta tell me so we can do something about it. Right. And number three, it's no poop, no pee. Pretty, pretty straightforward. Not, not yeah. into that. Yeah. And you know, they always say you gotta break one of your rules. So, <laughs> so wow. Catherine's been sleeping around on you. Is what you're telling us. <laughs> so things are real bad. Oh boy. Wow. Not only am I covered in poop and pee, I also got a whole other thing. Uh, you know what? A perfect segue into our first guest of the new era of Roach Coach. Two, 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 uh, three. Three. That's right. Um, longtime friend of the show, a Roach Rider for life. For life. And, and uh, a man who knows new metal, you know, probably better than just about anybody else because he's been in it on a stage performing first hand account first hand account also his boss is clown that's right it's josh <laughs> Toomey. josh Toomey. so when does uh, are we waiting on Ginny? like what's going on oh, there I, am i is. missing something oh, oh this will be we'll be waiting a long time <laughs> cannot wait for every guest to bring up jenny <laughs> <laughs> i hope this is i hope that's the theme everybody was like where's jenny, jenny? <laughs> like no, uh, i would love it like nobody's heard an episode <laughs> since <laughs> Like, it's four years from now. Lauren and I are still trying to get through the fucking canon. And their guest is like, where's Jenny? Where's Jenny at? Is she coming around? Um, Jenny's doing well, by the way. I I, talked, I texted her today. Yeah. Jenny mm-hmm. update. <laughs> She's doing good. She's doing good. Yeah. Um. So, Josh, thank you for coming on. Thank you for being our inaugural guest host on the show. And when we were talking about albums to do with you, you initially said, send me a list I can't pick. And I said, fair enough. We love a list. And we love a list. And then I broke down a list. And then we just started talking about the fact that we've never done Dropout Kings on the show. You have spoken with the Dropout Kings directly. Mm -hmm. 
And we felt what a perfect album to start things off in 2023. Yeah, as soon as you said Dropout Kings, I was like, yeah, I'm there for that, you know, because obviously Glitch Gang is a jam. And uh, Mm -hmm. this is kind of like the prequel to Glitch Gang. So we got to see if the if everything lines up perfectly and we see where Glitch Gang kind of came from. So, yeah, I'm pumped to uh, to sit down and, uh, and go through this album. And in true Jenny fashion, I listened to this album for two weeks straight. 13 times a day and once in the parking lot so (laughs) perfect perfect um well then let's let us dive in uh josh when did this album come out this album came out august 10th of 2018 oh my goodness there you go that's like very recent that's so recent that it's kind of like i remember my parents told me about a party (laughs) <laughs> that's right matt that's right josh we'll start with you what is your history with the dropout kings honestly the first time i really heard the dropout kings was on the roach coach podcast and uh, you guys played that song to death so uh i the more i heard it the more i was like man i gotta check this out and then um just over time listening to it on my own and then when they were at louder than life over the summer uh you know, I got the email like, hey, would you like to interview this band called the Dropout Kings? And I was like, yes, I would love to interview the Dropout Kings. I think they were the first band of the day on like a side stage. And you kind of worry about those first band of the day. Is there going to be a crowd? Are there going to be people over there? And for, you know, for for first band of the day, Louder Than Life has been great about pretty, pretty packed out to begin with. Because I've been to many a festival or the first band of the day, you're like, you and three of your buddies are like, <laughs> woo, like in between songs. But uh, but yeah, it was pretty, pretty packed out, man. And they, they I think they played for like 20 minutes and just came out and hit you with the hits and, and killed it. And then uh, I interviewed them later that day. Uh, interview never came out because the audio was trash. But uh, but man, what a what a cool band and what a, what a, a good group of guys. And it was kind of cool to kind of see the... Uh, you know, kind of go from the Roach Coach podcast to the stage, you know, to kind of see it all kind of kind of come to fruition. How about that? I love that. I love that. I love that. Matt, I believe your and I's relationship with the Dropout Kings is pretty similar. We weren't really thinking about them. And then Glitch King Fuck the happened. Discussion. There's no need to pay. We do what the brand new was off with your head. Every time. Every time. Every time. Ah, amazing. Um, Josh, can you tell us who's in the Dropout Kings? I would love to tell you who's in the Dropout Kings. Uh, Let's see here. Um, Let's see. Looks like I'm trying to make sure because Olive gets a member list. It doesn't necessarily who is on this album. Um, But I I can kind of do the math here. And it looks like on this album would be Adam Ramey, lead vocals, Eddie Wells, rap vocals, Chucky Guzman, guitars uh Steg flynn guitars rob sebastian on bass and if my math is correct trevor norgren on drums on this record there you go all right we got a we got a lot of boys in this group doing a lot of things there's a lot of things going on here lead vocals and rap vocals lots going on here notice that this band was initially called phoenix down from 2016 to 2017 and then they found out there was another band called Phoenix Down. They attempted to purchase the name, and that turned into a whole thing. And so they went with Dropout Kings instead. I'm going to say it. Better name. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Way better name. Yeah, and they've been 
keeping it going ever since. According to this, they have toured with Crazy Town. Uh, tracks. Crazy- that tracks. Yep. When they <laughs> did their direct, su- they were direct support on their 20th anniversary tour. They uh, they played the main stage at the Gathering of the Juggalos in 2019. Tracks. I mean, I imagine they got to be doing a tour this this coming spring when this new album drops. Riot Music. Mm. I got to tell you, I am <laughs> super super hyped to hear this record. I can only imagine, and we got a single coming in just weeks i mean josh have you heard any rumblings in the in the world has anybody heard the record is texted you like this record's hot this is amazing anything i don't have any uh insides yet i'm sure i'll get a copy of it soon and, and maybe uh slip you a little track here and there or something how about that Ooh, oh i like that, I like that. <laughs> thank you you missed uh, uh you, you jumped past something uh the band what? is managed by des fafara of devil driver and coal chamber oh i did miss it whoa hey now well, that's nice. That's good. That's a good uh, good name to have uh, have in your corner. Des, why didn't you get them at Sick New World? I think they're on Sick New World, aren't they? They are not. All right. Well, maybe they should be. They should be. They should <laughs> be. That's that is for sure. Uh, so we have this record um, from 2018. Um, do we know who the producer is on Audio Dope? Ooh, I do actually. Uh, let's see here. From this interview that I found on heavymusichq.com. Great site. Very. One of my favorites. <laughs> one in Matt's favorite. Oh, by the way, we, we stopped counting down all my favorites, but that's one of them. <laughs> that's one of them. <laughs> Heavy music? Yeah. Heavy music HQ? Yeah. Dot com? Yeah. Bookmarked. Uh, Nick Sampson produced it. Okay. All right. Nick Sampson Thanks. behind the boards, running those levels. Yeah, we, this is the record here. Uh, I think, unless there's anything else to say about it, because I don't have any chart info, I do note that there were six videos, seven videos. I didn't, oh, wow. I didn't realize there were that many videos. I watched as many videos as I could, and then I would go to bed. Um, so apparently, <laughs> I didn't see all the videos, but I saw a number of them. Um, well, you so- could have stayed up with Rosemary and watched the videos as you know Matt died. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Matt That's had true. Everything coming out of his body. <laughs> That's right. Ignore, uh, one, don't look over there. Real exorcist over. situation over here. Uh, one more thing on Nick Sampson. Uh, yeah, they said here uh, the recording process for Audio Dope. It was definitely a full band collaboration. We all threw our two cents in and built on it. Nick Sampson produced it, and he's a complete beast. You really can't make a bad song with that guy. So that's a that's a huge stamp of approval from the uh, Dropout Kings for Nick Sampson. Nick Sampson, the beast. <laughs> that means, beast. Matt, we ever meet Nick Sampson, we'll be like, understanding is uh, you're a bit of a beast. Yeah, beast. Well, if you guys want to write a song, I mean, I guess you could go to that guy because you really can't make a bad song with him. Oh, I mean, that's that's some pressure on the beast right there. Like, listen, um, I got no skills, but I heard that I can't write a bad song if I've got you in my corner, beast. So, I mean, what we got now? We've got a beast. We got an angel. We have a man of fire. We also have a machine. Wow. Yeah, wow. beast, beast. I mean, basically, we're just describing Transformers for the last twenty right. years. Right. <laughs> yep. Also, also, Wizard Blood. Mm. Don't forget Wizard Blood. 
And then, um, and then Terry Date makes it sound great. Uh, I think if I was to do a record with a uh, Transformer, it would be either Blaster, right, or mm-hmm. what's sound the what's wave. the what's the Soundwave? There we go. Yeah. yeah, I think I might go Soundwave. Probably get more mm-hmm. evil record. You know, I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that too. Duh, you know what? You know who Phil Spector would make a record with? Megatron. Yeah, yeah, he would. <laughs> He's a real piece of shit. He's a real piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I think it's perfect segue then to start listening to this album. Josh, what's the first track? First track is Something Awful. Sober. I cry for them over and over, but they move no closer. My demons grow colder. Been fighting my problems and vices. They beat me like Broly stores in my collection. I pray for my prey before I head into their direction. No passive aggression. No, my anger gets physical if it should be manifested. Noose around my neck to replace my blue collar. Threw dollars at Medusa while she do me rock hard. Cause I've been dancing with the devil and her movements are bliss. What's as romantic as a death and a kiss? When I'm living in cinnamon, swimming in the most vivid of visions of women with skin like cinnamon. Benjamin's infinite frivolous villains and timidless reactions to threats. Villainous intentions the instant my ego is checked. My mind is a cage. So when is this going to be the biggest fucking band on the planet? Because uh, right now, uh, they got two bangers in my book. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I think we just got to wait for Riot Music to drop in March. I think it's going to change some lives, going to change some careers. And I definitely think it's going to open up some pits. That's what I think it's going to do. I think so. This song is, I wrote it's a moody start, much more hip-hop than I anticipated, kind of creepy with some suicidal imagery, some creepy skull imagery, builds to a blow-up at 135. Um, It's not a huge hot open, but it's setting a tone that the Dropout Kings do not come to mess around. The lyric I wrote down, show your hands to the kings, snap your neck to the beat, bitch what? Dropout King's going to reign supreme. Josh, how'd you feel about this one? Uh, I, I didn't like this as an opening track. I did. I wrote down this should be around track eight. Like, it's just not It's not what I'm here for. Um, it does get heavier, like you said, around 135. I got 150. The screamy part is good. Uh, mm-hmm. Just the mid-tempo kind of, yeah, like you said, a little too much hip-hop off the top. Um, the one thing the Dropout Kings do, like, there's different levels of like new metal band. You know, you've got like the new metal band with the, you know, the rappy guy that screams or whatever. But like, this is that 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 type of new metal that's heavy band with with full on rapper. Like, you don't really get much uh, in between with this. But yeah, this one was a little bit too much on the hip hop side, a little too mid tempo. You know, I'm here for the bangers, and this is uh, definitely a a track eight type track. Matt. Set in a uh, mood for me, baby. Set in a mood. Set in a mood for Matt. You know Welcome what, though, to Matt? Welcome layers the spider to the fly. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, based on what you told us at the beginning of the episode, you've been through some dark shit, so you listened to this song and you were like, oh just speaking my language. You got me. You, this about us. 
It's about us, son. It's about uh, my ambition and yours together. Uh, you know, I, I mean, here's where I'm at. Like, I was waiting for those guitars because mm-hmm. I'm like, I, you know, I like hip hop, period, full stop. But this is a new metal podcast, so I was waiting for, I needed some crunch, needed some chug. And when I got it, I was like, okay, okay. But I do think as we go further in here, I might start missing some of them screams. And if I don't well, start, Matt, getting... why don't you, why don't you hit us with that one thirty five? Ooh, I like when I can <laughs> hit you with a one thirty five. Let's hear it. Yeah, these guys like I don't know. For me, this this feels like that next record. If it if it don't go, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, for real. Well, I mean, I'm also 45, so I shouldn't <laughs> know what the, the finger fuck's on go- the pulse. <laughs> I shouldn't know what's going on, but it just feels like this shit's evergreen forever. Like, I is Rosa like Marie talking about this to you? <laughs> God, remember when uh, Dropout Kings put out Audio Dope? Remember. <laughs> you were born, and then yeah. the Dropout Kings made that record. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I looked up. I did not get to watch the music video for this song, but according to YouTube, it's the official live video, so it's just them performing the song live. So I nice. feel like I'm okay having not watched this one. No offense if it's the best thing ever. Let us know in the comments. <laughs> Josh, what we got next? Uh, we have a song called Burn One. God damn. You can smell that through the bag. Damn right, I brought some for the whole class. God damn. God damn. You can smell that through the bag. Hold me where you head at. Break that up and roll that. Fuck is you selling them? Man, the audio don't be them. All the competition, we excelling them. All these compositions be like contradictions for that weak shit you put out on the block. Hands together, boy, we praying to stop. Always got a bit of cross in my sock. Always got to keep an eye for the ops. I don't be cuffing this shit. I don't like cussing, got cuts on my wrist. Guy, you my bitch. Mary, Mary, but she leaving me ripped. Very Mary, when she hitting my lips. Straight from the earth, my whole catalog. Got them chasing the highs like it's cat and dog. Geo 2 catch me rolling stone. Rock and roll like Golem, looking like I told you, bitch. I'm rolling, 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 rolling. auto tune oh you know uh this song if i am correct this song is about weed what (laughs) dr 420's back (laughs) i'm here reporting for duty because here's the thing he must have some very stinky stuff since you can smell it through the bag oh damn that's potent that's some dank that's right. <laughs> and according to this song, it's not just about weed. It's about how the music of the Dropout Kings is literally weed for your ears. Wow. Can't say that about a lot of bands. <laughs> you can't. You I, I had this as a Lauren's national anthem, by the way. <laughs> and, uh, oh, yes. <laughs> and it's was... very courteous that he brings enough for the whole class. I do appreciate yeah. that. 
That is nice. That is nice. Well, that is letting you know that the Dropout Kings are for everybody. Like, they've got this incredibly stinky weed, and they've got this uh, incredibly, I guess, stinky sound. I don't know if we're going to go one-to-one with that, but they're letting you know it's for everybody. Dropout Kings, for everybody. Young, old, everybody. For everybody. Everybody. I did note, though, that this is still more focused on rap, not so much a focus on pit activation. We're two tracks in. I'm hoping pit activation will happen soon. I'm assuming Joshua had a similar thought. Yeah, aside from being your national anthem, I was like, I could just, I could do without this one. <laughs> Besides this being like a, uh, oh, well, I'm going to hear this two blocks away when Lauren's coming. <laughs> this is how I announce my entrance. I play Burn One, uh, which we should mention is spelled B-U-R-N and the number one. Of course it is. That's Fancy. right. It's very fancy. This did not have a music video, but if I were to guess what a music video for this song would be like. Oh, it, can I can I see? Matt, maybe Matt. maybe somebody lighting a spliff. Ooh. <laughs> maybe I like that. somebody exhaling like up in the air. Ooh, with like a laser going through it. Black always... background, purple laser. Blowing. That's like my, smoke. That's like my studio. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, I'm Josh Burden Trees to me. You mean hey, you know me. You know me. <laughs> puff puff pass. <laughs> uh, I'm always amazed in these videos when they just show show everybody smoking weed and everyone is so good at it that they're just blowing smoke out of their fucking ears. Like it's just just all naturally, just no problems, no one's coughing. None of that shit. It's just easy blowing out smoke, just looking super, super cool. If you think that's cool. If you don't think it's cool, then you're just going to be like, what are these guys doing? They're just standing around. But if you think it's cool, you'd be like, look at these guys. These elaborate smoke trails coming out of nostrils and mouths. Um, Yeah, just impressive stuff. Uh, As I say this, I'm like, oh, man, this guy, he knows about weed. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, I think we're ready for the next one. Uh, the next one is Going Rogue. Hell yeah. All right, we got to up them BPMs, because now I feel like this is three in a row that kind of just all have the same BPM. Hey, lately I feel like I ain't been myself. Lately I feel like fuck everyone else. People been testing my patience, but I ain't no surgeon. I cut you to hurt you. I always been quiet and tried to just keep to myself. Do shit by myself, I hate asking for help. Stick your hand out, you might not get it back. It's a fact that I'm crazy, you don't need to ask. Twist this shit up. Shoes in my shaking, I'm mixing it up. Rip out my heart, put my blood in a cup. You feel my passion, you see I ain't acting so bad to take not take this bitch. I've been running shit. Name the target, I'm merciless gunning shit. I'm a star, I'm your father, I'm sunning shit. Probably shit. The charts up with a hundred clips on the load up. I'ma spend that cash, I'ma make that back, I'ma drop my shit, I'ma burn that bridge, I'ma go get rich, I don't get no shit. They got no hits, but they tear my shit. They act and fail and that's it. What? Me to say what I have. What? Man, it's all good, it's all good, it's all good. It's all good. Woo! Woo! There we go. Now we're talking. Track three, the heat is here. Josh, we go to you. How you feeling about going rogue? Still waiting for that, that like what Matt's saying, for that that just, you know, uh, up in the BPMs and just getting to it, man. Another slow build. 
I did write this song is forgettable, <laughs> but uh, wow. I, I enjoyed some screams on it and stuff like that, man. But uh, th- this is not what I'm here for. I'm still I'm still waiting for that party anthem or whatnot to come along. So Growing Rogue still, it's good. I, and I will say, as a listener of the show, you guys need to put this out on video because this watching the reactions while the songs are going is worth your $7 a month over on Patreon, patreon.com slash roachcoach. <laughs> <laughs> like, like just just you know just put it out as the patreon or something okay we'll keep that in mind because indeed yeah matt and i have just been dancing for each other for literally years now um <laughs> i will say for this one we got some bounce we got some crunch i thought the heat was on the chorus i wrote glitch gang baby i wrote that this song rips i thought it was a heater i like that they're talking their shit there's a very jarred influenced verse near the second half i'll read it to you now first i fuck your girl Will say you owe me one. They keep on asking when it ends. I say, I've just begun. I just started. I don't give an effort. I don't live for praise. Somehow life just seems to bless me for my shitty ways. I feel like Jared would hear that verse and he would give it a salute. That's, you know, that's what he does. So, I mean, I for this one, I felt like they were, I mean, the BPMs, I guess, are still a bit slower, but I like that drop. I like that screamed uh, chorus. I'm going to spend that cash. I'm going to make that back. I'm going to talk my shit. I'm going to burn that bridge. I'm going to go get rich. I don't give no shits. Matt, how do you feel about uh, going rogue? Well, I liked it, number one, uh, but I did say what I said, and I meant what I said. From the BPM standpoint, especially at the beginning, this sounded like three tracks in a row that was like, don't worry, got the sequencing done. Um, okay, that sounds like it was just what we had. Uh huh. Bet you're gonna put guitars over this one. <laughs> like, all right, cool. But like, so now, I mean, three tracks in, listening to this, and I'm just like, I'm loving this. I don't know if I'm new metal loving this, and I think that's, I think that's gonna be the tail of the tape for the rest of the record as I listen to it because I'm. This definitely feels like that new new. Mm-hmm. But if I dare be the oldest person that's ever said words into a microphone, this feels like what my father would have called rap rock. <laughs> it's true. It is true. They are hearkening back to that era. Um, I did watch the music video for this song. It's the band basically performing in a white room with the both uh, lead singers um, <laughs> trading time at a podium. Uh, that looks like a lecture podium. They also make a big deal about wearing their Dropout Kings varsity jackets. That's a big deal with these videos, the Dropout King varsity jacket. It's very clear that when they got them, they said they must have cost a lot, and they're like, we're wearing them in every music video that we do. We've got to get our money's worth. And they certainly do because they wear them a lot. I mean, I, yeah, I like this one. I thought I thought this was the start of the record really picking up for me. Let's see what we got next. Up next, we have Bad Day. Bad day. Hello? Hey, Eddie, it's Dave, your manager. Uh, I know it's your day off and everything, but uh, I think you're going to have to come in and change the session sick today. You can't be serious, man. Sideways, still I wonder how I'm getting all these migraines. Got a dollar with a window pane. 
Oh, love that liars. <sighs> Guys, I feel like this is the natural evolution of a song like Break Stuff, where we were going to get something more specific, like an incredibly bad day. And mm-hmm. I think we've heard this in some other albums we've done in the past. And this is the Dropout Kings letting you know about a very bad day where this guy's called into work on his day off. Oof. Who can't relate to that? Oh, the worst. worst. The worst. And then on top of that, when he gets up, he's got no coffee. Mm-hmm. Terrible. His favorite work shirt? Ripped. Mm-hmm. Text from his girl, and she's over his shit. She's had enough of it. Then he gets to his car. It's got no gas in it. This That's fucking the, day, man. What a terrible way to start the day. Terrible way to start the day. I wrote in my notes that this is a very new metal riff. It felt like a sibling song to break stuff. But it, it's pretty good, but it never quite launches at the end the way that break stuff does. Like I feel like they had break stuff in mind. They had that thing. And you wait for you know mm-hmm. skin your ass raw day keeps coming this way i might break it never launches there nope it never quite gets there and i feel like it's one of those like force for the trees thing that he really got caught up in like describing his bad day and i was like no we got it like we got it like i i've got all the details i need let's launch let's let's launch this boat let's take it out uss pissed let's get that boy on the sea and I feel like it was still docked at the end of this song. That was kind of my feeling. Josh? Oh, man. I, I wrote down that this should have been track one. Like, this, like, sets off the entire album. Like, once you get here, you're like, all right, I'm, I'm along for the ride. Let's keep going. I did want to point out one lyric uh, when his lady texts him that she's over his shit. Then they talk on the phone, and he can't get a word in. And he says, call me back when you're not such a bitch, which works every time. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's That's be like, oh. money in the bank. I'm sure she hung up the phone and was like, I do have to call him later. Yes. Yeah, and I, I have mean, calmed down because yeah. I am being a real bitch right now. I am. I'm definitely in the wrong right now. It's definitely I mean, what she was. You thinking. guys, you know, like when you're when your lady calls you and she's. Oh, I know when the lady calls. Gives you a call. Yeah. But then there's like when the lady's calling. Meaning right. Your period. Right. Yeah. Duh. Right. Yeah. It's that time of the month, and you just like listen, lady. Call me back when you're not such a bitch. You know what I'm saying. Real rational reaction, easily said by all men, all the time. And works. No one should ever overreact overreact to that. No, not at all. I think he handled it well, and I'm sure that that relationship is still going to this day. Sure. I'm sure it's going great. Going great. Going great. Um, So, yeah, this one was, uh, so this one was, I put as a not quite. Matt, did you also have this as a not quite? How'd you feel? Yes. So, taking a listen to it, I agree with it is a analog to break stuff. It is lost in the minutia of the bad day. And like a few songs here. When I take a look at break stuff and why break stuff works, it is its raw simplicity. It's two notes that reverberate throughout the whole song. And they had that in like that do 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 they had a run that they were repeating. Not as catchy as break stuff run, but this isn't break stuff, this is its own thing. But then they had the beast, but they needed the angel. <laughs> break stuff says it's all about the he said she said bullshit. 
which is the palate cleanser of a chorus that you need so you're not having to continue to talk about how fucked up this moment is. Also gives you the ability to drop into a bridge, drop a bridge after the chorus to give you that like chainsaw moment. Just It's just these little tweaks seeing that this is their first album and very excited for what the next one's going to be. Like these are the steps that they need to kind of like screw in on a little bit more because without a chorus or something catchy, it just becomes like, I mean, it's a better song, but ice Two ice cubes. It was a good day, you know, is a very repetitive song in terms of the music loops and everything like that. But like, that's just him telling the story of the day. I think it's a lot more of that than break stuff. And I think they wanted to get the break stuff. And if they want that, they need a chorus. Another detail I thought was unusual was that the premise of the beginning, which is it's your day off from work, you're getting called into work, puts me in a retail mindset. Your targets, your gas stations, your Walmarts, that type of thing. But he shows up at an office job, according to the second verse and according to the music video. And which he says, there's a stack of pay- full of papers to work with a note on the top, get them done by the first, looking over at my boss with his feet on his desk, a cigar in his mouth and some ash on his chest, starting to think, why is he manager? He's lazy as shit. And I was like, what is this job that has what sounds like an office job with office paperwork to be done? That strikes me as a simple Monday through Friday, nine to five situation. Mm. So I had all these questions about what this job was, like what it is that is that he does for work that has this paperwork aspect to it, but doesn't have the retail because uh, that was the thing I was waiting for the the part of it where he's, he's talking about uh, you know dealing with you know customers and what have right. you. But that that is this is more of like a TPS report office space situation. So then I'm like, so is he on? Because then honestly, that does add another wrinkle here. It's not that he's off. He's on PTO. And they're calling him on a PTO day. <laughs> this is a very bad day. Super bad day. Yeah. But I have more questions on, on that. But they're, they're not answered in the song. But, I mean, I will confirm either way. doesn't sound like a good day. Well, we, we, will, we yeah, will get yeah. into his love of nine to five jobs mm-hmm. in the next song. So, Okay. Ooh, all right. It. The next song is called 503. Real shit. Fucking nine to five. Okay, question answered. <laughs> oh, all right. Now that's an airtight chorus. Airtight. Airtight. Real shit. Fuck a nine to five. When that started, I for, the first time I listened to this album, I thought this was all one song. 
And uh, but this one on its own, I, I honestly this is this is might be one of the best songs on the album right here. I wrote this is that good shit. Need more of this. They're ripping. The riff is sick. Could do anything you want with it. I really like this one. Five oh three, real shit. Fucking nine to five. Well done, Josh. Yeah, five oh three is auto theft. Uh, that's the police code for auto theft. Oh. I did I did, oh. I did a little homework. And then he says, uh, he says he's he's doing a five oh three, and then he get a six two three. Six two three is a police battery. So so I guess he's also fighting cops. So Whoa. he's re- <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so he's really over this nine to five. Like you, either you get that on your record, it's hard to even find a nine to five that's gonna, gonna yeah. hire you. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. But then just I'm also gonna fight cops. <laughs> Look, if you hire me for this desk job, there's only two things I can guarantee. I will fucking hate every moment of being here. And when I leave, I will be fighting a cop. <laughs> if you hire me for your nine to five, most likely on lunch break, I will be stealing your stereo. <laughs> that is correct. That's right. If you don't have one of those pull-out jobs from ninety-nine, you ain't getting your radio. <laughs> Bag. Your faceplate's been took. <laughs> Hopefully, you keep your faceplate at your desk because the stereo is getting stolen. God, remember that when you like would leave your car with the faceplate for your radio. I remember that. that weird, weird wild thing times. to do. Wild times. You have oh, the little man. holder, the little like glasses case holder. You know, you put it in there, put it in your pocket, go do whatever mm. you need to do, get back in your car. Or- Clap it up back on there. Listen to your Limp Bizkit cassette. Pioneer would say, "Welcome." <laughs> That's right. I had that background with the the, the fucking dolphins, like wow. the bubbles and dolphins. Like, are you rich, Matt? Uh, yeah, rich. No, I just I spend all of my money on electronics. <laughs> or did you steal it because a fucking nine to five? A fucking nine, nine to five. five. I fought five. a cop for it. Oh. All right, so no. I think we're all in agreement. I'm not with this the song least rips. tough man alive. That's <laughs> <laughs> you're ambitious. That's yeah, great. You're ambitious, Matt. Uh, amongst, uh, listen, you've been facing some hardships the last couple of weeks, and it has not stopped you. That's true. So there you go. Um, so we're all in agreement. Five hundred three, fucking rips. Um, well done. Probably could use this a little earlier in the album, but mm-hmm. uh, we'll take it. Um, no video for this one, probably because it would have been booted off the internet because it would have been too fucking real. Too hot for TV. Too hot. All right. What do we got next? Uh, next track is NVM. going on in this song that nvm clearly stands for never mind what i'm doing never mind what i'm saying 
never mind who I'm fucking. I'm just saying, dog. <laughs> uh, once again, things that you can just say to your lady and she'll be like, oh, my mistake. My mistake. <laughs> yeah. My mistake. Um, Matt, I want to start with you. How are you feeling about NVM? Dude. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. No, no, I like it. I, I, I'm, you know, my favorite part of this so far is that, we, you know, we're using the glories of technology. We're not in the same room, but we're using the glories of technology. Uh, because we uh, are, and all three of us together dancing to these songs looks oddly strange, meaning it looks exactly like this album cover. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, Matt, Matt, do you want to talk to us about this very unusual album cover? Yes, uh, this album cover has a very Bazooka Joe EC Comics feel. Um where like the title of it is Audio Dope, and then underneath that is Dropout Kings, and that's all in a banner, a yellow banner and cartoony font. And then underneath that is like Richie Rich-esque kid with a uh, turquoise sweater vest over a white uh, button-up shirt with a red tie-on. And uh, yeah, he's in front of a turntable that's, that's also free-pacing <laughs> uh, dope. So yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. It, but he's also making the wiki wiki hand signal. Uh so like yeah, it's pretty great. And uh he's got that dog. Um sweet dog. Oh, the RCA dog. The RCA dog with some killer shades on. I mean, whatever he's brewing up is going to be great. I thought this song was uh, this is that new new that I love. I wrote that the boys are tearing it up. I wrote in all caps, never mind how I'm living. And the lyric I wrote down was, now you fucking with the D-O-K. Wow. Josh, how'd you feel about NVM? This was the song that I went back to the most. This is the best song with the best flow. Just uh, that's like when when I want to hear hip hop and rapping, that's what I want to hear. You know, I want to hear that. I want to hear Charles Mansion. You know, like I, I just want to hear all the, Oh, there he is. There is somebody. There he is. Hey. How you been doing? It was a rough 2022 for me, so I'm looking forward to 2023. You know, one love. <laughs> how do you... Hey, hey, uh, hey Charles, uh, how'd you spend your New Year's? I had a show. You oh. had a show? You had a New Year's Eve show? I had a New oh. Year's Eve show. Yep. Yeah. It was pretty good. My mom and dad were there, and they did not like that I used explicit language, but I told them sometimes you have to, you know, 503 and then 603. <laughs> Wait, wait, did you try to steal a car, Charles? Charles, me and shit. Stealing cars is what I'm about now. Oh, whoa, no, 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 no. I'm Charles. 15 years old. I got rebellious juice. Uh, Charles, here's the thing. I don't think you should you should steal any cars because if you do find yourself in contact with a police officer, they will kill oh, you. What do you mean? <laughs> I've never seen a police officer in my life. I mean, this checks out that you probably have not left the basement. Bye. No, the show was in my basement. The show was in the basement. Okay, was, for but your just parents. my mom and dad were there. All right, at the um, video store. How, yeah, the video store in the basement. You know, yeah. Okay, did you did you like did you guys move the videos to the side and make a little area for you to perform? Like, yeah, I moved. I moved um, the horror section because it's okay. the it's the lightest section that we have. I moved that away, and then I set up my speakers, and I got prepared to sing my songs. 
Well, the, the Dropout Kings don't like nine-to-five jobs. How oh, do you feel nine about... Oh, fucking nine-to-five. <laughs> right. Oh, Charles. 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 I mean, we all, we all think it, right? <sighs> we all think it, but you probably shouldn't say it, Charles. I'm 15, 15. years old. When am I going to let this rebellious juice go? All right, one last I, question. Uh, sorry. The the Have you ever been called in on your day off to work in the video store the, the basement? I am, my mom wakes me up and she's like, I know we said that you didn't have to go to the basement to work today. I'm like, Mom, we haven't had a customer ever. Uh, wow. That's tough. That's tough. Well, Charles, I hope your 2023 goes a lot better than your 2022. You. And uh, maybe, maybe. We can look forward to maybe some shows for people that aren't your parents in 2023. Oh, there's a glitch in the sh- system. Oh, oh, uh, oh, I guess that means he's leaving. Okay, well, no, bye, no, I'm bye. not leaving. I'm not oh, leaving oh, yet. No, I'm oh. just, I'm opening for Dropout Kings. Oh shit, that would be great. <laughs> would I would be love awesome. that. That'd be amazing. Um, the NVM video. I did watch this video and I took copious notes. Copious. Copious notes. You got the band at home smoking weed and they are smoking top tier weed smoking blowing uh blowing bubbles like i know (laughs) (laughs) blowing (laughs) bubbles bubbles. that's how good they are uh they're blowing smoke out of their noses it looks great there's a knock at the door by and it's supposed to be someone who's got even better weed and they're like great perfect so they send a guy out to go get it and all of a sudden, there's a gunshot. So the remaining Dropout King members all put on their Dropout King varsity jackets, and they race out to find that their friend has been winged by a shot from someone taking orders from the boss. And you get a lot of shots of an iPhone screen that says the boss. We never learn who the boss is. We get to see the Dropout Kings go around town, have lots of fights that cut away from any actual fighting, and the band smokes a lot more weed. Mm-hmm. And then the guy who got shot early on occasionally remembers to pretend that his arm hurts throughout the video. So sometimes he's just rapping and doing the stuff, and he's fine. And then other scenes, he's like, oh, my arm. And uh, I enjoyed his slight commitment. Um, but also, he may, have been, he may have been hurt by the edit. I have a feeling that maybe they, there was an edit where they were like, don't worry about your arm. And then maybe somebody else was like, yeah, you know, we're going to do the storyline, so keep it. And then what they ended up doing was I think they did about a half and half because there's some shots of them just performing and he's not concerned about his arm. And then there's other ones where he's like the band's performing, but he is still concerned about his arm. It's uh, It's got maybe a little too much plot for a song like this that rips, but they all look like they're having a really good time. And I think also this is uh, this is part of the fun of being in a band early on is that you get to make all these videos and in some of them you all get to pretend that you're like fighting, but you're not actually going to fight. And I think the reason that they cut away from all the actual fight scenes is that there probably was not a fight choreographer, and you know they just didn't want to mess with that. So everyone just like looks like they're gonna fight, and then you just don't see it. But then you see everybody like laying on the ground, like your ass is beat by the Dropout Kings off screen, and um, <laughs> good for them. Good for them. I good do for the same them. Thing. Good for them. So yeah. So this one rips. I liked it. What we got next? Scratch and claw. Ooh. Ooh. 
Walking on that line, best be watching your step. Trying to be evil, can evil see you flirting with death? Guess you're broken or you're made on the mantle of pain. Either way, things won't be the same. Either way, man, I'm thinking about breaking the chains. My tear shit up, it don't help to complain. I say let me refrain, but I'm already stained in the blood of the enemies who have mentioned my name. Shadow walls like a pimp. If you're feeling like a pimp, play it. Brush your shoulders up. Ladies and pimps, too. Go and brush your shoulders up. So Charles coming in to give us a little bit of Dirt Off Your Shoulder is very apropos to the theory that I had, which was that when the Dropout Kings were putting this band together, putting this album together, somebody said, you know, everybody loves Linkin Park Jay-Z Collision Course. Mm -hmm. What if we just make that us, the band, all the time? And this song is, I think, the closest to like that Linkin Park with Jay Z feel. You know, even more so than a link, just a straight up Linkin Park vibe with this. And yeah, so this sounds like this could have been like a bonus track on Collision Course. Really, I didn't mind it. Wasn't my favorite. I kind of wanted it to be harder. I wasn't honestly a huge fan of those synth strings up top. If they're real strings, I take it back. But my first thought was that somebody hit a button. Mm. Yeah, you know, this one is. Uh, this one's fine. But that, that was what I got out of. Josh? Uh, yeah, this was definitely the most radio-friendly of all of them. I think, again, this whoever sequenced this, out, sequenced this album is a mess. Like, these tracks should have been the beginning of the album, you know, bring all the people in and then hit them with the, uh, the kind of low-vibe low, uh, low uh, hip-hop and whatnot. But, yeah, most radio-friendly, very Linkin Park-y, you know, just cookie-cutter, uh, you know, uh, Linkin Park radio-friendly nonsense. Matt, I definitely get the Lincoln Park heavy vibes here. It, it is appealing. I I like it a lot in that I liked Lincoln Park way. You know, like I, it's hard for me to have too much critique for it. I think it should be earlier in the track list for sure. I just think they're. I, I'm I'm kind of confused about the uh, the sequencing in this record as well, Josh. It just doesn't seem to flow well. It is like we had like three mid temps in a tempo in a row, and then you know we get to f a bad day, and it's like okay, now we're we're kind of heating up, and five oh three kind of like it just feels like get them up earlier, space some of this other stuff out, um, but it's not as great as Lincoln Park, you know, like they're not there yet, like these choruses aren't as anthemic or. It's catchy. They're just not as catchy. Like, it's round one, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, I, I just kind of feel like whoever works with them next or if they're working with, you know, the same producer, you know, you need Ross's rules, baby. You, you need to kind of, you need to rewrite a little bit. I, th I think we're in a, this just needed another pass. I mean, I think that there might be a slight, over wording situation yeah a lot of these choruses have a lot of words and i think they might need less words and you know, yeah say it I, say it's simpler yeah say it's simple you know what as i like to quote it i can't remember who said it but i've said it before on the show brevity 
is the key of wit. Ooh, is that is that Billy Shakes? It might be. Might be. <laughs> oh, might Billy be somebody Shakes. else. Might be Billy Shakes. <laughs> might be somebody else. I don't know. Um, I think we. I think the last time I brought it up, Jenny said it was probably Werner Herzog. Um, but you never know. Could be any multitude of smart people. Um, or it could be unattributed. I don't know. Google it sometime. <laughs> I could be saying it wrong completely. Um, but yeah. Uh, but I mean, the, the chorus yeah. like you know, of I'm so sick of all my flaws, sick of staring at the wall, wondering if it's all my fault. I know I need to take back, take back my life. Put a little hustle back in my eye. What's mine is mine. What's mine is mine. Okay. I just think there's a more succinct way to say it. That will make you feel like I've become so numb. <laughs> like, <you> know, it's <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, and it's not like they're doing bad. They're doing really well. I think I like. Mm-hmm. I honestly like majority of this. This is me now nitpicking because I think it could be better. Like, if I didn't give a fuck, I would just be like, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's not fine. Like, I they can do better, and I mean. We know that they do, but we know that we do. <laughs> will they do it incomplete in the next record? Right. Well, the, the, th- the thing with all that too is is when you know that the band was kind of created because of a Lincoln Park cover, and they talk about how much they love Lincoln Park, and then they put this song out. You're mm-hmm. like, it's a little too much. You know, the call is coming from inside the house. Right. You know? yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like if they were just like, yeah, we like new metal, and uh, you know, we thought we put out this cool song. Like you're like, you might give them the benefit of the doubt, but this one's just like, hey guys, you know that new sound we're looking for? You know, like, listen <laughs> to well, this. Listen to know? this. <laughs> listen to this. It's called crawling. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Well, um. There was a video for this song. Um, it was basically a lot of people working out and doing CrossFit while the band performs, and then some guys doing some uh, some uh, kickboxing. I don't know. It seemed like somebody said, "Yeah, we'll give you guys an hour in the gym. We'll let you film in the gym for an hour." So that's nice. fine. That's fine. Very nice of them. It's great. Um, yeah, and it's always you know what? It's perfect video to watch at the beginning of the year. To say up. Oh, that should be me getting out there, getting in some gains um, as Gotta I sat on my gains. couch and watched this video. All right. Uh, what do we have next? Next song is called 20 Heads. Give me 20 Heads and a fucking mic. Just a one-up man would do this every night. Give me 20 Heads and a fucking mic. Just a one-up man would do this every night. A thousand dicks. Charles. What? Charles. <laughs> what have you been watching? What? A thousand dicks? No. Yeah, baby. Uh, 20 heads. 20 heads and a fucking mic. So this was very dicks. relatable. <laughs> a, thousand a thousand dicks. Apparently, I don't know why 
I don't know why Charles needs a thousand dicks. I don't want to even dive into that right now. But I think we can all relate to just wanting to get up on that stage, be it Matt, you and I doing some comedy shows, Mm -hmm. Josh grabbing that bass, getting up there, rocking some faces. And sometimes all you need, I got to say for us, if 20 people came to an improv show I was doing, I'd feel like I was a fucking rock star. That's (laughs) correct. 20 people. (laughs) Oh my God. First time I did improv, if 20 people came, I would have been like, well, I guess I'm a fucking star well, now. Call Lorne Michaels. <laughs> yeah. twenty I'll be people at the merch to a- table uh, <laughs> signing autographs if you guys would yeah. like to meet me. Yeah, 20 people came to a basement in Pittsburgh to see me perform. I'm a fucking big deal. <laughs> I do. But, uh, I, honestly, I do feel like I've seen you do improv a few times, Lauren, and there's been 20 people there at least. Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. You're selling oh, yourself yeah. short. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so I related to this. I mean, this is this is Dropout King saying that they will put out a show and they will rock a fucking face even if it's 20 people. They don't care. They're ready to go. They need to get on that stage and bring the heat. I think this song's great. I love this one. Josh? Oh, man. Yeah, 20 heads. Good message that they'll get out there and rock your faces. Uh, hopefully, they do have a little bit higher ambition over more than 20 heads, you know, because hopefully you would like 20,000 heads in your crowd. Um, but the, 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 yeah, the message is there. The one thing that I've always thought they'll do, if 20 people show up to the show, it's tough. It's tough to rock your face when 20 people in the crowd, you know, you, you feed off the energy of the crowd and, and you want to be the person's like, man, I'll play the same in front of five or 5,000. You know, I'm, I'm going to give it all and all that nonsense. And, uh, the one thing this actually, this 20 heads did remind me of though, because I've played in local bands to where 20 people are there, but they have no idea who you are. So they're checking you out for the first time. So you want to do a good show. There was a time in like 2007 primer went on tour and we played in front of 20 people, but those 20 people knew the songs and sang all the words. And so it was a very bizarre feeling where you wanted to give like that arena show to these people that showed up because maybe they didn't get to see Primer back in the day or whatnot. So it's 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 much a uh, much different world there trying to play to 20 people that are fans of your band that are right. singing Lewis and, you know, Texas and all that nonsense. And so. Uh, so, yeah. So I'll, I'll rock 20 people if they're in the crowd. How about that? There you go. Matt? It's it's the old I'd rather be 10 people's first favorite thing than 100 people's 10th favorite thing. Like if you got if you got 20 people that are there for you, that's enough as long yeah. as it's not like fucking, you know, an amphitheater. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I like this one. Brought the heat. Lots of good uh, lyrics in there about the about that life. I mean, seven dirty dudes in a piece of shit van trying to get our filthy hands on anything that we can. So they seem to have that guitar sound that, like, everybody has. <laughs> like, I know that it's very much like you could obviously say corn signature seven string style ruled a period of time but like that guitar sound has been ruling a lot of music for like the last dare i say a lot of heavy music for like the last 10 years and i don't know what it is but i kind of feel like i need a new guitar sound (laughs) (laughs) the guitar sound does scream 2018 and and you know but it's i think it's like one of those if it ain't broke don't fix it kind of things where like they've perfected the guitar sound so this is what you get now yeah Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, that's not a guitar sound I'm mad about. Um, I'm not mad at it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely. I mean, from what I've learned during the show, you got a lot of pedals. Yep. Got a lot of knobs. A lot of plugins. Got a lot of plugins, and you're gonna run these riffs through them until you get to the sound that you want. But it's a lot of filtering, a lot of things going on before you get there. It's not just plug-in riff. There's plug in. Don't we wish it were? Plug in. Oh, if only. <laughs> Can we if just only. plug in and fucking uh, rock out? Right? Right? Um, just real- Angus Young, plug it in an SG and going to town. That That's, was rock and roll, baby. That was rock and roll, oh, right? Just, just a when boomer s- comes into our show, just shit all over us. You know, you know what? Blah. You know what? Fucking Slash would just show up. He would just plug in. Couple humbuckers and an attitude. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, you know, the, 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 the sound comes from your hands. It's not about the guitar or that's the amp. It. it comes from that's your hands. It's from the, the hands. It's from the hands. It's from those calluses, baby. It's from the putting in the work, woodshedding, mm-hmm. sleeping in the bed with the guitar. None of this computerized bullshit. It's all in your hands and in your heart. It's in your heart, Matt. It's in your heart. It's in your heart first. It's in your heart. And it's from heart to hand to to God's glory device. That's right. And if tell you what, man, if I see a fucking laptop on that stage, I'm leaving. I'm gonna drop kick that shit. I'm gonna crack the screen. I hope you got Apple Care, you motherfucker. Hope you have Apple Care. That's very responsible of you. And if if we do happen to break your computer, talk to Tony at the Apple Store. He knows me. He knows me. You know Matt. (laughs) He'll hook you up. Last thing I heard, I think uh, Funky Ken got a job at the Apple Store. Somebody (laughs) order something, Funky. Hey man. Uh, Funky Ken, you sound like you've been just Ooh. recovering from the holidays. T-Mobile, I... let me go. Oh, my God. <laughs> Unbelievable. And so is, is Josh's info true? You are That's now at true. the Apple Store? Oh, did somebody order a new iPad? <laughs> wow. Are you are you front of store or are you a genius bar guy, Funky Ken? I am the guy who brings out your merchandise once it is ordered. Oh, okay. That <laughs> seems apt. I am a stock aficionado nice nice good 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 stuff but i mean this has been a while i mean the holiday season is always very wild in the retail world um uh funky ken how do you feel about a nine to five fucking nine to five. okay all right okay all right <laughs> so funky ken right. if i'm playing a show and i'm running backing tracks and Correct. a boomer in the crowd you know knocks over my mac can i Classic bring it to you move. Oh, yeah. Well, number one, if you know the boomer's name, make sure you mention it to me, baby, because I can help you out, If I, especially if I know the boomer. Okay. Oh, well, that's good. That's good. Uh, Funky well, Ken is always willing to hook you up. <laughs> oh, thank you, Funky Ken. Thank you, Ken. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. We've got just a couple songs left on the album so many couple songs left that i do have to ask the question of how respectful of our time is this album are we talking about this album this album we, at we 10 are tracks. <laughs> we are this album comes in at a sweet 33 minutes and six seconds a, a quiet breeze of an album mm. could have listened to it twice already fans you could have <laughs> you could have ah oh, wow well perfect um all right, what do we have next, Josh? 
Next track is Street Sharks. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. This goes out to the coolest toys from the late aughts. <laughs> Early 90s. It's all dead, boy. This needs to be moved up in the track list. <laughs> Why is Street Sharks over here at, what is this, track 10? Nine. In, track nine? That's insane. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Boost. You got, you got Street Sharks on your album, and you're like, I don't know, we should probably put it near the end. What? <laughs> What's going on? You worried about something? You want to talk about it? Because you got Street Sharks. I bumped that shit way up. I don't think you put this thing any lower than three. Yeah, no. That's what I think. three. I mean, yeah, this is like a this is a fucking single to me. Like, what are we doing? Is there a video for this? No, there's no video either. Oh, wait, no, no, there's a video. I stand corrected. There was a video, but it's from before when they were Phoenix down. Uh, Okay. A great fantasy record reference. Right. (laughs) And so um, the song is slightly different. The band performing in the living room. There's a lot of weed smoking going on. Good energy. And I wrote, it's a nice time. It's not, I don't think that version is as heavy. I think when they redid it for the album, they beefed it up, and now it's a goddamn monster. Um, I wrote in my notes, what can I say? The song rules. The Dropout Kings came to crush. Matt, if you go to 245, you will get the, quote, give no fucks ending. All right, here we go. Here is the give no fucks ending. Perfect. Perfect. That's how it's done. I love it. Josh, how do you feel about them street sharks? Uh, this is definitely uh, more Lauren tunes, as I wrote down here, talking about the weed, because we know how much, lo- <laughs> how much old Dr. 420 over there loves the weed. Matt loves the weed, too. He sounds like he's over there puffing on no, it. Oh, yeah. Right I'm, now. Just, I'm just coughing. <laughs> uh, this does have one of the stranger drops in this. Uh, Matt, give me a 110. All right, here you go at 110. Oh, shit. Damn it. Uh, Oh, Matthew. We almost made it without having to edit. All right. Well, keep it in. Just show everybody (laughs) I'm incompetent. (laughs) 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 Just a guy on a skateboard rolling by a bag. (laughs) 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 Doppler shift. <laughs> uh yeah, big hmm. fan, big fan. Uh there you go. Yeah, um, rules. yeah, Matt, in this song, it says if you ain't down, sit the fuck down. Yeah. Let's get savage. 
yeah. I Words mean, to live classic, by. You know, rhyming down with down, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What else What else you got? Down and down? Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ain't broke, don't fix it. All right, we're on the last song in the album. Oh, that song. And that song is called <laughs> On YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my snake charmer? <laughs> mm, that's right. Uh, this one, once again, going for another Linkin Park type sound. Uh, this one's fine. I mean, I guess you got to close the album with something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. I guess I, a song will work. A song will work. Um, I mean... <sighs> I mean, gotta well, close the, the album with something. You gotta close with something. Well, I guess you can't put. I mean, we'd be mad if they put like Street Sharks here or something. So that's true. Off of Street Sharks, I want another heater. I don't want another Lincoln Park esque song to take us out. Also, isn't it interesting though that whenever anybody, when we always say, "Oh, this band's gone real Lincoln Park," have they gone in the Lincoln Park angle? They're always going for an in the end crawling vibe. I've never heard anybody do like. Oh, these guys listen to Faint. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. these guys listen to Paper Cut. Right. Like, uh, hey, try that Linkin Park for once. <laughs> like, you know, something you mean, to think you about. mean they're going after the Linkin Park that sold a billion records? <laughs> they're not going after the deep cuts? Come on. I get I guess so. Good point. <laughs> good point. Uh, uh, on this track, yeah. I've got a, a solid song, good closer. Uh, the line that I like the most was uh, they want me to break a leg even when I'm not on stage. I was like, that's that's some nice wordplay there. Because, you know, mm. break a leg is such a bizarre thing to tell somebody going on stage. But it's even mm-hmm. worse if you want them to break their leg when they're not on stage. Mm. That sounds to me like that. If somebody says that to you and you're not on stage, they want to actually break your goddamn legs. True. That's true. Yeah, Matt, how'd you feel about this one? Definitely felt like a closer. But, uh, you know, more of a vibe than a, uh, than like, where I wanted to be, you know, I, I thought it was fine, but I didn't think it was good. You know, <laughs> I thought it was fine, but I didn't think it was good. Whoa! I mean, they got to something. You got to close <laughs> yeah, with something, right? Got to <laughs> something at the end of the record. Yeah, you know, but no, I like if it's gonna be like that, then I think it needs to be a little more introspective. Then a little bit more. This just kind of felt like a little average for what I've been hearing on the album. And uh, well, Matt, keep in mind this lyric. You double back on mistakes. I don't take L's. I just light them up. Mm, okay. 
Well, so. then never mind. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck to do with that? Jeez. <laughs> Uh, well, that is the album, Audio Dope by the Dropout Kings. And now it's the part of the show where we talk about... Cannon talk. Talk about Bubba the cannon. cannon. Talk about the cannon. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't sure what to do with that part. We yeah. didn't even talk about that. Uh, we'll have to figure that one out. Um, Josh, we'll start with you. Oh, wow. I wish you would not have started with me. Um, I've just got solid debut. Um, definitely, you could see the, the the prequel of Glitch Gang, the papa of Glitch Gang kind of peeking its head out of there or whatnot. But uh, I, I say not for the canon. Okay. I thought this album was pretty good. It takes a moment to get going, but when it's cooking, it's cooking. Mm. But it falls out of that vibe a few times to do some other things that I felt had that they felt needed to be done. It's not bad, but it does leave you really wanting more rippers. But that is better than not wanting anything at all. And for the canon, I do not have the album, but I do have 503. Interesting. Interesting. Fucking nine to five. Matt. <laughs> well, now you got me thinking about 503. The album is good. I, I definitely feel like it is not new enough for the whole thing to go in. Um, I feel like it does need to rip just a little bit more uh, for for that to become um, what, you know, to the, for that to be their future, I think it needs to rip a little bit more. I don't think they're going to have a problem with that. Yeah, it definitely feels like a debut. It meanders in parts that it shouldn't. I, I just think that there's better days ahead for the band i'm just excited to see where they're gonna go but uh i don't know you could put 503 in there i wouldn't be i would not be upset about that that's for sure yeah what do you think what do you think what do you think josh what do you think i'm i'm with you on 503 it's a fun song i enjoy that one so i will i will say 503 for the canon all right there you go dropout kings 503 in the new metal canon. Welcome. Fuck the discussion. There's no need to what the bread that was off with your head. There's a glitch in the system. If you blink when he did his thing, then you missed him. Rebel King, a handful of rigs, you could kiss them. Knowing that this is the direction they're heading, it makes me more <laughs> like it's great. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh I agree, Matt. I agree. This new record coming out in March, single coming any day now. We will cover this very, you know, we're just going to cover this. Uh, Josh, I feel like probably you're probably going to get some leads. You're probably going to be talking to a couple of these boys in your show, right? Uh, yeah, I've got, uh, you know, it was kind of the first of the year. going to reach back out and get this uh, all set up. It was kind of like, hey, the interview at Louder Than Life sounded like shit. Let's redo it. And he's like, how about we do it first of the year? Because the new album drops April 7th. And the new video title track will drop January 13th. So, Whoa. So that's right around the corner. Right around the corner. Well, perfect. Perfect. And something to look forward to. And that does bring us to the end of another episode of Roach Coach. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying to us online, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Roach Coach and all those. Patreon.com slash Roach Coach. Josh Toomey, thank you so much for being our guest. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, you know, I definitely can't stand up to the the levels that Ginny brought to the show, but hopefully, I uh, give you guys a little little help towards uh, you know maybe going through another week of the show. 
appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate you, Josh. Josh, where can everybody find you? They can find me at uh, easiest place to find me is any, you know, search talk to me on any podcast app that you go to. You can find me at notfest.com uh, under series, under talk to me over there, or the NotFest official YouTube. Um, new episodes out every Thursday, and the video portion will come out on Saturdays. So you can always check me out, uh, NotFest YouTube, NotFest.com, and uh, wherever you can find your favorite podcasts. Thanks. There you go. Perfect, perfect. All righty. Well, until next time. Until next time. Matt, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Josh. Josh. Thank, thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See ya. <laughs>